0: Come, welcome, welcome to Lunch Hour with High Achievers this Saturday afternoon. God richly bless you all for joining us this afternoon. Glory to God, Pastor Samuel Acosta. God bless you for joining us on Instagram. God bless you, Mama B. God bless you, Jennifer JKD. You are welcome. Wonderful kind, you're welcome. Agnes, you are welcome. I want well, to encourage every one of us to start sharing. Start sharing. Invite your neighbors, your friends, relatives, everybody to join us this afternoon. Hallelujah! God oh, bless you, Mama B. I receive it all. <laughs> Great, thank God. My wife just complimented me. Said, "God bless you, Bishop. Looking sharp as always." Glory to God my wife is taking good care of me (laughs) and the grace of god we thank god once again i'd like to encourage everyone of us who join us on instagram facebook and on youtube to start sharing 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 tell somebody talk somebody share this on your timeline so once again you're all welcome pastor sam Jennifer, J.K.D., Mama B.O. Agnes, let's all keep sharing, sharing. We've been looking at the subject, The Wisdom and Power of Embracing Change. The Wisdom and Power of Embracing Change. I believe it was Albert Einstein who's was known to have said to expect something different, but to do the same thing, the same way is equivalent to insanity. So change, one of the qualities of high achievers and successful people, one of the major qualities and words that uh, is characteristic of their lives, is the word change. change. They are always changing, they are always evolving, they are always upgrading, they are always developing themselves to be able to fulfill their destiny. So, we're looking at the wisdom and power of embracing change. What we mean by that is there's wisdom in embracing positive change. There's power in embracing change that takes us forward. There's power in embracing change. And there's wisdom in embracing change. Bianca, you're welcome. There's power in embracing change. And embracing change is wisdom. It's a wise thing to do. Embracing positive change. Forward moving change. Change is an important key to success. For everyone. For everyone. For everyone. For everyone. The wisdom and power of embracing change. So, the past few weeks we've looked at. God does not change your story tomorrow when He can change it today. But you must insist on it now by cooperating with him, simply because the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. But the vowel and the violent take it by force. It's not going to come on a silver platter. You have to take it by force. You have to initiate certain changes. You have to take it by force, like the woman with the issue of blood decided today. I must take my bill today. Today. Then the gentleman who was described as uh, paralytic, his four friends decided, we are not taking our friend back in the same condition that we brought him today. Today, our friend who has been paralytic all these years or paralyzed all these years must be healed. So whatever we're going to do, we're going to do it to ensure that our friend's paralysis ends today. So what we mean by that is God does not change your story tomorrow when he can do it today, but you must insist on it. because there are open doors before you and I, but there are many adversaries who must be tackled, who must be dealt with, who must be prayed against. That's why scripture says, fight the good fight of faith. So we're looking at the wisdom and the power of embracing change. And sometimes that change will require major, uh, battles and uh, reinforcement and insisting that that change must come. My financial story must change. My health story must change. My marriage story must change. My chronic sickness, my chronic sickness must change. My chronic singlehood must change. That situation, health situation, that must change. You have to insist on the change materialized. Evolving butterflies. You're welcome, Noel. You're welcome, Brother P. Watching all the way from Dubai. You are welcome. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you for joining us. Agnes, you are welcome. So let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. We're looking at the power and wisdom of embracing things. So it's a wise thing to embrace, embrace. Positive change is the wise thing to embrace positive change. So, we saw number one, number two is discovered change is good. Then, number three, we saw the day you stop changing is the day your obituary is written. The day you stop changing is the day your obituary is written. So, if you don't want your obituary to be written whilst you are alive, Embrace change, (laughs) embrace change, embrace change. Melody, did you mention, oh dear, Melody is on on the program, Melody, good to have you with us, Melody is Brother P's wife and the cousin, senior cousin of my wife, Melody we are excited to have you here with Brother P, God bless you, God bless you for taking the time to join us. Hallelujah. So change is good, but it's often hard. But to succeed in life and business and ministry, marriage and family, you must run towards it like David ran towards Goliath and told him, your head is coming down today. So change is good, but it's often hard, especially if it's an organization. And we mentioned last week that there are giants in everybody's promised land. There's nobody's promised land. Business, ministry, church, marriage, family, or whatever that hasn't got giants. You know, when I was coming to this country, how <laughs> the impression we were given about London. We thought that the pounds were growing on trees, the way people, you know, take pictures and in their winter coats and how everything in London. I even never thought that even there were potholes on the London streets. It was painted in such a perfect place. And I, you know, we thought, oh, we just come to the country, you know, we did a few months and weeks. Oh, Charlie, you make your pals and all that stuff. Hey, Charlie, that was not the story at all. It's the same everywhere. Change is hard. There are giants in every land. But the difference between those who are making it in the land and those who are not making it in the land is this story, thing we are talking about, understanding that there are giants in everybody's land and we must make sure we fight for what is rightfully ours and not give up david ran towards goliath you need to run towards your your laurels and what you want to achieve you need to run towards it like goliath and defeat goliath with his own sword you can either see goliath as a giant that business as a giant a mountain, an impediment, a nuisance, an obstacle in your way, or a stepping stone, and a golden opportunity to kill Goliath and enter the palace. There's nobody who became great, or an achiever, or high achiever, as this program is called, who never battled. That many oppositions, many impediments, but still through, through persistence, so, David chose the latter and cut off Goliath's head with his own sword. A raised men to do the same, because success without a successor is failure. So, David entered his battle with words of change. So, your words, our words must change. You are looking at the wisdom and the power of We've always been complaining. Complaining is normal. Challenges are normal. But if we keep speaking about what we see, everybody was afraid of Goliath. Everybody was saying Goliath cannot be defeated. Here comes David with a different mindset with experience he had in the wilderness with the bear and the lion. He said, this guy, I'm going to take this guy down. He told him, I'm taking you down. I'll cut off your head. Meanwhile, this boy did not have a sword in his hand. So David entered his battle with words of courage, you know. When I was called into ministry, the first scripture God gave me was Joshua 1, 8. And when you read the whole of Joshua 1, Moses had died and Joshua had been appointed as the next in command to take the place of Moses. And three statements that were emphasized in Joshua 1 was be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. For you to succeed in your business, in your ministry, in your marriage. Your your career and everything you need to be strong and courageous god tells joshua be strong and courageous and god also tells and paul also tells us be strong in the lord and in the power of his might. because you need to you need some supernatural strength you need strength to be able to fulfill your vision in life because there are many competitors a lot of competition haters betrayers i mean all kinds of stuff it is natural so he says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night and observe to do the principles. By so doing, you'll make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. So David entered this battle with the words of courage, be strong and strong. I, I encourage everybody on this platform. As we begin this year, the goals you have set for yourself, the aspiration, the prophecies that have been spoken over your life, And listen to what he said. Be strong and courageous. So that's not something that somebody can do. You have to make up your mind. To build yourself with the word. To be strong. Be strong. Not claim strong. Not claim strength. No. Be strong. Strengthen yourself. Be strong. Strengthen yourself with the promises. That you have been given. Strengthen yourself with the promise. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. And he said be strong and courageous. Now. The word courage, courage does not mean the absence of fear, but the mastery of fear. Courage does not mean the the absence of opposition, resistance, mounting. Um, courage does not mean the absence of recession or inflation or COVID or Omicron or what. Courage is not the absence of opposition or resistance. Courage is the mastery of it. So in the midst of the situation. You build capacity through, the, is it the 20, building up yourself on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost and strengthening yourself in the Word and holding on to the promises of God and persevering. Courage is not the absence of fear, but the mastery of fear, mastery of opposition, mastery of resistance, mastery of accusation, mastery of those who will leave you, mastery of those who will forget you, mastery, you master it. Be strong. And courageous. So I must be courageous. I must be strong. I must strengthen myself, like when David came from uh, the battlefield, and his family and that of his men had been carried away captive. The men thought of stoning him, and David had to encourage himself. There are times when listen. There are times when you will be alone in this your mission. There are times when I passed a I said last week somewhere, was it online or something, I said, look, anybody who wants to be rich in life, as, 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 as a, as a goal, the last thing you want to do if you want to be rich is to be a pastor. <laughs> there is no guarantee that you'll be rich as a pastor, because the, re- the work of a pastor is a selfless sacrificial, is a calling. If your motive is to be rich, the last thing job you need to do is that of a pastor. However, if you are doing it unto God and you do what God has called, then He will enrich you. You can't depend on people. That's the last profession you want to involve, get yourself involved in. If your motive is to be rich, but if you are serving God, it is He who will make you. Because the work of a pastor, the work of ministers, the professions, everything requires. Courage, courage, courage. Remember, courage does not mean the absence of fear. Courage is the mastery of fear. You master all oppositions. Everybody who has achieved great things, whether it's Apple, Microsoft, Alexander Bell, all these great, uh, Michael Faraday, all these great guys in the past and in the present, Face fear, face opposition, face resistance, face competition, face competitors, face everything. Including Jesus saying them uh, your enemies shall be of them of your own house, your own house, your own resistance and opposition and hatred and envy and jealousy from your own house. It is everywhere. But you need to master those oppositions, those resistances, and like the Nigerians, face your front. <laughs> Face your front. Face your front. Be focused. Face your dream. and become. And Even when they put you in prison, you'll come out shining to become the next prime minister of your country. Glory to God. So, face your job. That's what they say. Abraham and then, God bless you for joining us. Face your job. Face your job. Face your job. Hallelujah. So, David entered his battle with words of courage. So, don't speak defeat. Speak faith. Speak what you see. Your giants that you face boldly and squarely without fear and run towards will indirectly provide the tools and instruments you need to defeat them and to be promoted to fulfill your dreams and to take their place. Everybody in the scriptures who became somebody, I tell you, they face all kinds of opposition. And yet, they became everything that they set themselves to do all because they made up their mind, I'm going to be strong and courageous. I'm going to be strong and courageous. So, number three, I said, number two, number three, I said the day you stop changing is the day they start writing your obituary. You don't want your obituary to be written ahead of time. Everything you are here to accomplish, You must make sure you accomplish it. So, number three, the day you stop changing is the day your victory is written. Number four, change is hard to live with, but impossible to live without. Then, number five, when you are finished changing, you are finished. When you finished changing, you finished. Change in every area of your life. No, It's not restricted to just one place. Changing your mindset, changing your mentality, changing your perspective, uh, changing the steps that you take if it's not producing the results. So anyone who's not ready to embrace change is already finished. Can you imagine the days in which we live where everyone is using computers and somebody says, uh, I'm going to be using a typewriter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the day you stop changing, is the day you are finished. It is, it is completely over. <laughs> it's over. But that shall, not be, that shall not be your story. That shall not be your story. So, Benjamin Franklin, one of America's foundational fathers, whom I've written about in my book, Leaders Are Not Born, Leaders Are Raised. Benjamin Franklin, I said to you last week, he said, we are all born ignorant, but one must work hard to stay stupid. Oh God, that's a serious one. He said, we are all born ignorant, but one must work hard to stay stupid. In other words, there's so much going on and there's so much information that can empower us to become all that we're supposed to be that. So if you don't change and move forward, and make progress, it is our fault. You say we are all born ignorant, but one must work hard to stay stupid. Uh, being born ignorant or being ignorant or stupid in one's early years or ignorant or lacking information in one's early years is excusable, but to stay that way is unforgivable. So let's continue. You either change or die. Change is very hard for us as individuals, and perhaps more difficult for organisations because if you're working with people, I mean, if you're um, pursuing a goal and it's on your own, you can just decide, "I'm going for it." But when it has to do it um, in an organisation, it involves people. Then their mindset and everything has to come on board. So they need to be convinced, have to be talked into, persuaded, and encouraged to embrace change. You know, when uh, I gave the example of uh, what's his name. He jobs when he mentioned you know there was uh there computers then this guy comes and says a time is coming when people you know besides using their phones as just a phone there will be all kinds of i'm going to create something whereby people can see their maps their phone uh i mean different things look at the things that the phone can do now now that was not the the one who invented the phone from the beginning, all the gadgets you have on our phones now, that, that was not so Somebody decided change, 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 change. All these things are products of positive change progressive, change, progressive change, progressive change, progressive change, progressive change. So you either change, we either change or we die or become relics or become like the dinosaurs. But that shall not be our situation. So the day you stop changing is the day you start dying, you start dying, you start dying. As a business author popularized the business catchphrase, change or die, change or die, change or die, change or die, change or die. die. die." That's why Benjamin Franklin said, we are all born ignorant, but one must work hard. (laughs) One must work hard Maybe the word stupid is too hard for somebody to hear. So let's say, we are all born ignorant, but one must work very hard to stay ignorant. You know, with all the information available. So, in any area of your life, you need to embrace change. It is wise and it has power. So you either change or you die. Number six today. Sometimes what you are most afraid of doing is the very thing you need to do to see change. Immanuel Chede, you are welcome. Abuna, you are welcome. Many Ellis Boko, you are welcome. God bless you. Instagram viewers, let's keep inviting. Facebook viewers, let's keep inviting. You either change or you die. Sometimes what you are most afraid of doing is the very thing you need to do to set you free. Jacob wrestled with an angel and with God. Can you imagine wrestling with God? Jacob wrestled with an angel and with God to change his name. You know, some of these things, you need, you need to take them by force. Take them by force. Like I've said over and over and over on this platform. Eh, you don't have to wait for everybody to agree before you make progress. I've said it before on this platform, and I think it's worth repeating. When it comes to your destiny, majority does not carry the vote. <laughs> I mean, when the lockdown began was when, you know, before the lockdown began, there was no lunch hour with high achievers. There were no money matters. There was no kingdom thinkers. There was no pastors, leaders, forum. Um, there were many things that I hadn't started doing. It was during the lockdown that those ideas came, creativity came to start all this now. Can you imagine if I'm subjected or okay, I'm going to do lunch with high achievers? As good and as supportive as my leaders are, I wait for their permission before I do that. No. Like, uh, what was it I was listening to? Uh, Pastor Mensah Otabio said, you know, how do you know what God has called you to do and the things he's telling you to do? So one of the signs of knowing what God has called you to do is what makes you angry? What exasperates you in life? What is it that you can't stand to see perpetuated? And then one of the things he mentioned was you, 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 you feel it in your heart, and knowing you have a knowing in your heart, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Now, if it is in your heart, that's not something that you subject to people's decisions and recommendations. Paul, when he was called, when he was healed of blindness, the Bible says. I took off to Arabia and I was there for three years and none of the disciples did I connect, uh, did I consult. I went straight to the moment God told me, has called me into ministry to the Gentiles, Paul speaking. He said, I took off to Arabia and I was in Arabia for three years. I believe that's where some people get the idea of going to Bible school for three years. Three years. I did not consult with the disciples who were before me or the apostles who were before me. Because you had a knowing in the Spirit. this calling is individual. Go and pursue God and get the details of your assignment. You know within your knower that you know, that you know, that you know. This is what I'm called to do. As you pursue it, those that are called to start with you will come from different places. Thank you, Noel. Well, refuse refusal to change causes extinction, extinction. That, that, that's, 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 that's that, that, yes. serious. You know, when, uh, Ford, the founder of Ford, Henry Ford, the original uh, Henry Ford, when he created the first Ford car, I think they call it the T, the T, there were suggestions, there are new models that can come out of this. He, he refused, no, 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 I'm just sticking to this T model. I believe it was after he had gone or somewhere along the line that other people who came on board decided we can get different kinds of forts, for Cortina, Ford, Sierra, Ford, whatever, the forts that we have today. So he refused to embrace change that was left behind. IBM refused to embrace change was left behind. I told you i was going to get those details to you. I'm going to get that to you uh hopefully next week. Davidson Udo Ka. God bless you for joining us from Ghana. So, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes what you are most afraid of doing is the very thing you must pursue. You know, it's you know, everything that God tells us to do creates fear. All right. Glory to God. I hope you can hear me. Uh, We had a little technical issue there. But thank God. Way back. All right. Thank you for your patience. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Okay. So, where was I? Number six. Sometimes what you are most afraid of doing is the very thing you must pursue that will set you free. Just like... um, Uh, Like uh, David, everybody was afraid to face Goliath, but he, he stepped out. Uh, So, uh, Noel says, fear is a stimuli that adrenaline is needed to propel us. So, let's do it even when we feel scared. That's a good one. Jacob wrestled with an angel and with God to change his name. Who wrestles with God and wins? But that's exactly what he did to change. Not just his life, but through him, a new nation that exists to today was born. That came from wrestling with God. What sometimes we are afraid of doing is the very thing you must step out and do. Like I was telling you about the lunch hour with high achievers and everything. We stepped up. Lunch hour with high achievers. I told my wife, I feel Saturday, I got the flyers done and everything. I said, I believe lunch hour with high achievers. And that has been moving on with other guests. So ladies and gentlemen, I came to encourage somebody here. Sometimes what you are most afraid of doing is the very thing. Step out, start it, and help will come from above. Then, let's continue. Number seven, listen to this carefully. In the end, we only regret the chances that we did not take in the end, we only regret the chances that we did not take. You know, there are many chances that come our way. It is said that in every human being's life, if I'm not exaggerating, it is said that ideas cross our mind. Thousands of ideas cross our mind every single day, but sometimes out of fear and unbelief and wondering, this can't be all. We don't act on many of them. He said, in the end, we only regret the chances that we did not take. Some said, what if I fail? I say, what if you succeed? What if you succeed? Let's start an online program on Instagram or social media. Will anybody show up? Well, start. Then you will know whether they will show up or they won't show up. So. In the end, we only regret the chances that we did not take. So if you are feeling it in your spirit, ladies and gentlemen, step out. Apparently, it is said that all success stories have more failure stories before they encounter the success stories. They failed many more times before they succeeded at it. All these great people you hear of Albert Einstein 999 times to a thousand times before he got it right. So, keep at it. Keep at it. As long as you are heading in the right direction, you are doing it the right way. Some say, what if I fail? I say, what if you succeed? Mahatma Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi is known to have said, we must become the change we want to see in the world. We must become the change we want to see in the world. If we want to see people highly motivated, we must be highly motivated. We must become the change that we want to see in the world. We must become the change that we want to see in the world. Mahatma Gandhi said, an eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind. An eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind. An eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind. So ladies and gentlemen, let's step out of our comfort zone and break out into new territories, new territories, new territories. Let's attempt to do new things. I have no idea. Nobody attempted to, 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 uh, uh to attack, uh, what's his name? To attack uh, Goliath. But David stepped out. I'm going to, I'm going to deal with this guy. <laughs> and guess what happened? Did he happen or not? Today we all hear of David, we hear of Goliath. So, an eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind and then we must become the change we want to see in our world. We must become it. Then it becomes easier. People can see it live right before their eyes. And though so this can happen. Okay, number eight. Be so good to the point of becoming the best at what you do. Be so good to the point of becoming the best at what you do, that they cannot ignore you. They cannot say, they have not encountered you. Pastor Jay, you are welcome. House of Judah, you are welcome. Become the change you want to see in your world. And be so good at what you do, to the point of becoming The best at what you do that they cannot say they haven't noticed. Listen, one of the things that distinguished Daniel was the spirit of excellence. Bible says an excellent spirit was found in him. Excellence is not something you claim. (laughs) Excellence is something you exhibit. It's a spirit you, you, you adopt. It's a behavior you adopt. It's a habit you adopt. Excellent. Become the best at what you do that they cannot ignore you. They must come from far and near like the Queen of Sheba came from uh, Ethiopia, all the way down to where Solomon was. Because of his wisdom, Joseph was so good at interpreting dreams that they could not ignore him. I want to encourage everyone, anything you start, anything you are doing in your church, in your department, in your office, on your job, in your business, in your home, even your family, your cooking, your cleaning, everything you do, ladies and gentlemen, be the best at it. Nothing beats excellence. Nothing beats excellence. Nothing beats excellence. I remember when Pastor Matthew Ashimolo came to our church for the first time. He says, I've been watching your bishop on my tv station and one characteristic i see and notice about him when i watch his program is the spirit of excellence we've had to fight to maintain the spirit of excellence everything you do the technical department the hospital department music department protocol department the parks and gardens anything you do ladies and gentlemen attach excellence. people pay more for excellence than the gifts People pay more for excellence than just a gift. People pay for excellent service, customer service. The reason customers keep coming back to a particular uh, hotel or business or patronize a particular business or enterprise, one of the main keys is excellence, 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 excellence. Embrace the spirit of excellence. That's the part, one of the things that we need to, if we are not excellent at what we do, you know, I, I am a Ghanaian. And one of the things that in the past, hopefully they have repented, and they have, they are getting better. Certain feelings that I knew, you know, they saw something for you and then when they bring it and there are some distortions and then you say, oh, why is this thing twisted and that way? So, oh, take it like that, take it like that, then tell me, look. <laughs> This world is not ruled by people who just take it like that. No, 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 no. They don't take it easy. People don't buy things that are mediocre. People return to things that are excellent, excellent. Everything that you do. Excellence is not claimable. It is cultivatable. Thank you, Mama. Mamabee, excellence is not claimable. It is cultivatable. Keep it real, add, add, add it to keep it real. That's a good that's, a, that's your 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 good one. There, excellence is not claimable, it is cultivatable. It is cultivated. Excellence, you make up your mind, I'll be excellent at everything that I do. They pay more for skill than raw gifts. Your gift is your endowed gift you were born with, but. You need to add excellence to it. Add skill to it. They pay more for your skill than your raw gifts that you were born with. That's why Elisha said to the lady who said, my husband is dead. He said, go borrow vessels. Come into your house. Start borrowing. Do an excellent job behind the scenes. And then when it's all done with the spirit of excellence, you perfected it and everything, then go sell the oil. Pay off your debt and leave off the rest. Pastor Mark, Pastor Michael Jr., you are welcome. King's man, you are welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow when you go to church, whatever you do in church, be excellent at it. Punctuality, coming early is a sign of excellence. Coming late is a sign of mediocrity. Lack of excellence, coming late to church of your department is a sign of uh, uh mediocrity, being average. People buy things that are not. People don't buy things that are average. They buy things that are excellent. They they appreciate services that are excellent. You have been there's a restaurant my wife and I have been going to since 1992. 1992. <laughs> When our daughter was born, 1992, 1992, 1992. We've been going there from 1992 when we were broke. Excellent service. So we keep going to that same place. We visit other places, but that is the, the, the main place. Jesus did all things well. was one of the testimonies of Jesus. He did all things well. All things well. The definition of that, or breakdown of that, is excellence. Excellence. Some of our tailors, carpenters, tests, business. Some of our tailors and tests in in the country or our country of origin, need deliver. A change of mindset. They need this message. Somebody send this message to the test and, <laughs> and tailors. First <laughs> this is who so things anyhow, or cook just anyhow. I mean, you're looking for some nice jollof, <laughs> like my wife's jollof, and you go to certain places, and you buy wache, rice and peas, rice and beans, and the stew is so tomatoey, y no, no, no taste, no, no, what do you call it? Ah, ah, <laughs> no spices, no sodium glutamate, no curry, no white pepper, no black pepper, no seasoning, no, the meat is so raw, no seasoning. Charlie, I need to do a cookery, cookery class on this thing one of these days. Hey, let me blow my own for a Charlie, you take your time. I've got some chicken myself ready. I season it one whole week. I've been seasoning it. Charlie, don't invite yourself. Excellent. Hey, I season it with my own seasoning. Mixture, mixture. Oh, by the time I start eating the thing, Excellent. Season the meat. What is this raw tomato with What is this? Excellent. People pay more for excellence. Excellence. Punctuality. Excellence. Excellence at what you do. Your department, your business, your job. They promote you on your job for excellence. Excellence. So everything that you do, ladies and gentlemen, this year is a different year, strange year, excellent. And Daniel was prepared above the other presidents because an excellent spirit was found within him. It's from within that reflects, because you are excellent within, you reflect excellence without, with everything you touch and with everything that you do. If you see my books, 43 to 44 books written so far. Four training manuals, my podcasts, you get professionals to do it. Paid for by myself. That's my life. That's my ministry. Paid for all my 43 books. When you see it, excellence, excellence, excellence. Everything that you do, make sure it is excellently done. That is the power and the wisdom of embracing change. If even, let me say something very funny here. If even the book contains Nonsense. <laughs> the cover is enough for people to, to, to buy it without knowing it's nonsense inside. Yeah. I know some people say don't judge a book by its cover. Excellence, the cover. The cover is the woman they see excellence. They see the title. They see the excellence. People pay more for excellence. I see you embracing things. <laughs> if you have been average, or if I've been average in certain things that I've been doing in the past. <laughs> Pastor Jay said, excellent nonsense. <laughs> excellent nonsense. Or oh, did I say excellent? Excellent nonsense. So be excellent at what you do. Everything that you do, your book, your CDs, your punctuality, your 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 job that you do. You know, how you get to work, how you behave, you know, everything that you do. An excellent spirit was found in Daniel. That was why he was chosen as the president of presidents. That shall be your story. Let's begin round up. Joseph was so good at what he did, at interpreting dreams, that even in prison, they could not ignore him. You see? Don't choose where you exhibit excellence or where you display your best. Don't choose I'm in prison. So let me reserve my excellence. Excellence is a spirit. You carry it everywhere you go. Don't say I'm in prison, so let me wait when I come out, then I exhibit excellence. As a matter of fact, thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm enjoying this. It is the excellence that Joseph exhibited in prison. That's what got him recommended two years later. To be promoted to become a prime minister, can you imagine if Joseph was average, mediocre, in the prison, just interpreting the thing just anyhow, or just saying, it's just a backline, it's just a baker, so he just did things just anyhow. No, 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 no. Everywhere you're working, everything you set your hands to do, excellence can be seen. <laughs> this is not, this is not a, what's the word, it's not a rocket science. Excellence can be seen. So, while the wisdom and the power of embracing change, let your materials that you produce be excellent. Things you put on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. Pay the price. Save up and do it the best. Do the best using the resources you have at hand. Process. Follow process. Follow process. Start here and then move on next excellence, and then you keep moving and keep moving. Joseph was so good at interpreting dreams they could not ignore him. No, no, they, people cannot ignore excellence. Oprah Winfrey is known to have said, um, excellence is the solution to racism and sexism. The excellence is the answer to racism and sexism. When you are excellent, they don't look at your sex. They don't look at your gender. When you are excellent, they don't look at your, your, your background, your creed. Excellence is the answer to sexism and racism. When you are excellent, they don't look at your color. They need what you have. They need what you have. So, Daniel was chosen because an excellent spirit was found within him. Then they brought Joseph out of prison hurriedly, 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 hurriedly. There was an agency that came upon the king. Get that boy who exhibited excellence in interpreting dreams. Get him out of the prison. The Bible said they dressed in his put a new apparel upon him and brought him out. By the time he finished, interpreting the dream by the power of the Holy Ghost and the help of the Spirit of God. The king said, can we find in this land? Now, before then, his advisors, magicians, astrologers, all those guys, readers of stars and all those guys, they couldn't do shilling. With all their professionalism, he took the Spirit of God, the Spirit of excellence on Joseph in prison, interpreting the dreams of others whilst he was going through his own plight and predicament. He didn't look at what he's going through to say, I'm not going to interpret somebody's dream or help fulfill somebody's dream or help fulfill somebody's vision. That's one of the attitudes we need to have in our churches. Let's go berserk. Take that church's dream as your dream. Interpret the dream of your church. Interpret the dream of your ministry. Interpret your pastor's dream interpret your CEO's dream, interpret the dream as if it is your dream. And I'm telling you, the sky is not the limit. Heaven, heaven is the limit. They brought him hurriedly out of prison. The king said, can we find a man so discreet and full of discretion and answers? Can we find such a person on this land? This guy came out of prison. But an excellent spirit was in him and on him, even in prison. They brought him out of prison hurriedly. made him second in command. Second, be so excellent at what you do that they can't find anybody like you in your family, in your neighborhood, in your church, in your community, on your job, in your... They, they just cannot find anybody else but to choose you to rule and become an authority figure over them. The Bible never tells us that Joseph went to any uh, school Sold into slavery, but by one interpretation of the dream through embracing the power of change, the wisdom of change, and exhibiting the spirit of excellence, he was made second in command of a foreign nation. I'm closing with this of a foreign nation without citizenship, without passport. It's not passport or immigration, uh, immigration fullness you need. You need to obey the laws, get lost, stay and all this regularizing everything. But in addition to that, and if without that, until you get it, exhibit excellence. There are people on this platform. Next week I'm gonna have Pastor J and uh, his friend uh brother Angie, and they will tell you some stories. There are people we know in this nation who had no Immigration documents and still started thriving successful businesses while they were working that out until they had their documents. So is the problems you are solving, if many people have immigration stickers and passports and they're not doing anything, they're achieving nothing. Is the problems you solve listening to this Ghanaian, uh, um son of an, of immigrants in the U.S. who has become one of the top neurosurgeons, uh, in America was introducing President Biden at a particular uh, conference or so at the White House. Ladies and gentlemen, excellence, excellence. Embrace the spirit of excellence. Be so excellent that even in prison you are the benchmark. I I am addicted to excellence. Excellence. Excellent. And every one of us, if we are excellent already we can there's always, there's the, the biggest room in the world is a room for improvement. So don't settle. There's more. There's more. There's more. So let's close with this. Um, they made him second in command of a foreign nation without citizenship, without CV, without a degree, without a degree in political science. They appointed him as the prime minister, prime minister of a foreign nation without campaigning for political office. Ladies and gentlemen, in conclusion, when you pay the price for change, hmm. when you pay the price for change, they come looking for you. Not you go looking for them. They come looking for you. Hmm. Whether you are in hiding or in prison or wherever they're hiding you. When you pay the price for positive, progressive change in your life, in your ministry, in your text on your job, in your home, and everything that you do. They come looking for you because they need, they can't find what you have anywhere else. Stretch your hand towards the screen. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace to embrace the wisdom and the power of positive, progressive change in your business, in your career, in your profession, in your marriage, in your, your singlehood. Uh, in your raising your children, raising your grandchildren, receive that grace in your ministry, when you go to church today, tomorrow, let your pastor see something different upon your life, the way you come to church, the way you come to the ministry, the way you do things, the initiatives you will begin to take in the ministry to propel that ministry to where it ought to be, glory to God, I'm telling you, this is our year of the finger of God Manifestations. Receive that grace now in the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, next week, uh, Pastor Jay and Brother Entry will be here with me. These people are versatile. They are, they are gifted in different kinds of areas. And we we'll use that Valentine's weekend to give probably a few minutes on relationship. And I'll we'll be talking about business. And I will be talking about why it's important to embrace things. So get ready to give us 15 minutes extra or so next week so we can cover a lot of ground. If we don't finish everything, we'll bring them back in the month of March. Now I want you to mark your calendars, everybody. I'm going to hold a high achievers masterclass. Now that's not open to the public, it's going to be a masterclass a Zoom special masterclass. A paid for event. Uh, the flyer is on the screen right now. We'll be sharing it on Facebook. I think we started sharing it, but this week, this coming week, the registration, uh, details will be completed on our website, michaelhudsonwood.org. michaelhudsonwood.org. So we're going to be dealing with, uh, 12, Um uh, let me just pick up on the 12th of March, everybody, please mark your calendars on the twelfth of March. we're going to have the higher women holding this high um every Saturday teaching everybody and getting what your appetite they are deeper your depths depth of you what you need to become in life. so we're going to hold a exclusive master class uh a paid for event um so take a screenshot of the fly on the screen. Uh, high achievers masterclass, and I'll be dealing with 20 self development tips. 20 self development tips for 2022. 20 self development tips you need to adopt uh, to experience your vision in 2022. There are about 60 of them, but for the sake of time during that masterclass, I'll deal with two, uh, 20, and then I'm going to show you how to be self motivated and to be a motivator. How to be self-motivated to motivate others. Then I'm going to show you this. I haven't taught this before. Keys to becoming a best seller and a best-selling author and publisher. Both paperback, Kindle, etc. We're going to look at all that. Keys to becoming a best seller. By the grace of God and by his wisdom, I've released 43 to 44 books. Two of them are out, but they are not out in public yet. I've not introduced it in church yet. Keys to becoming a bestseller and a best-selling author and publisher. We'll give you some of the keys and some of the avenues and companies we can recommend you to if you want to pursue that course. Uh, then why and how you must raise generational leaders, destiny proteges who perpetuate what you began. When you start something and it ends with you, you have already failed. You must pass it on. Pass it on. You must pass the baton on to the next. Uh, generation so we're going to be looking at that so mark your calendars mark your calendars uh 12, 12th of March and then we'll be looking at how to stop living from paycheck to paycheck, how to be legacy and generationally minded building generationally not just for today and then finally 5 major keys to discovering and pursuing your purpose so the date is 12th March Saturday 12th of March 2022 7 p.m to 8 p.m via zoom so register at michaelhattonwood.org the registration documents will be completed this week Uh, register at michaelhatton-wood.org michaelhatton-wood.org you can send an email to michaelhattonwood at gmail.com or leaders factory international at yahoo.com. So, we'll be mentioning it during the course of the service. So, mark the date down, 12, 12 March, Saturday, 12th March. We have about, about, we have about a month, five weeks to go. So, go there and register for that event. When you go on there, you see the discounted price that we are giving to everybody exclusively for those who register. And next week, I'll also tell you about the um, um, the Coming Wealth Transfer Summit in May. The Coming Wealth Transfer Summit. There's got about to be a wealth transfer to the body of Christ and I'm going to be teaching in indeed a three hour special in the month of May. Bank Holiday Weekend at the end of May. So take these details and then participate. Glory to God. As we close, I, I said to you last week, if you want to partner with this ministry, you want to tap into the anointing of this ministry, the bank details are on the screen. See, I want to partner with you, Bishop, for you to be able to reach out to more people. Um, I want to show tithe or give up to partner with Michael Hattonwood Ministries, the Hattonwood World Outreach Wing, which enables us to reach out to nations. The bank details are on the screen. Lloyd's Bank 02294551, code: 3032. 9245. That's the missions wing of our ministry where we reach out, not just staying within the four walls. Or you can visit u k click online giving and click the donate button. If you have a PayPal account, you can log on paypal.me forward slash Michael hutton Wood Glory to God. So you want to partner with us. It was those who partnered with Paul whom Paul said my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ. So, you want to partner with this ministry to reach out to many more people. The details are on the screen. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Next week, I have two guests joining me. Glory to God. It's going to be an awesome session. Awesome session. So, write the date down, 12th of March, after our lunch hour with High Achievers in the afternoon, there's going to be a separate Zoom Meeting for all those who register and we're going to download powerful stuff to you. Once again, thank you all for joining us today. Take the details, the bank details on the screen. You want to partner so you can experience Philippians 4 19. Paul said, because you partner with my missions ministry, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ. This is fertile soil. So take advantage of this fertile soil, and so into this ministry, so we can reach out to many more people. We appreciate every one of you that joined us today. Hallelujah. More grace to you. Receive the grace from this platform, and don't miss it. Next Saturday, same time, 12 noon to 1 p.m. We'll be back away for lunch hour with High Achievers, and I'm bringing some High Achievers. Glory to God. And it will be a blessing. So everyone that joined. up, Pastor Sam, James, uh, Evolving Butterflies on Instagram. Every one of you that came, God bless you. Kingsman says, powerful, powerful. We appreciate all your comments. We are greatly encouraged. And we look forward to see you next week, Saturday at the same time. Don't forget, you can visit our church tomorrow. It's the first Sunday of the month. It's going to be explosive. So join us in the heart of Croydon. Our service starts from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So join our actual service. The details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. First floor, Palm Creek House, 387 London Road in the heart of Croydon. Or if you're watching from outside the country, you can join us on facebook.com forward slash forward slash live forward slash. God bless you all for coming and look forward to seeing you tomorrow in church and look forward to seeing you next Saturday. Don't forget, go on my website, michaelhattonwood.org this week, this week, this week, and start registering. God bless you.